Welcome to Comet Chat number 29. I can't believe I've been doing this for 29 weeks. Um, today's date is May the 10th, 2021, and it's Monday. Uh, you can find this podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and Breaker. I am your host, Glendon McGee. I'm a nine-year comedian in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm originally from Compton, California. You can find me on Instagram at GM3Comedy. Uh, on Facebook, Glendon McGee. It used to be Glendon Sin Black McGee, but that profile has been hacked and I'm starting to uh, see the benefits of having a new profile because you can pick and choose who you really want to be your friend and you know all that good stuff because social media is just a bunch of people venting out problems that they're too lazy to take care of themselves so they want other people to approve of them neglecting themselves so you just have to limit your uh, online usage and if you're gonna be online you kind of gotta monitor the people that you have on your social media because some people have crazy energy and uh, I'm one of those people (laughs) that have crazy energy it used to be more toxic than it than it is now. I'm glad that I have made the the change from being such a uh, toxic online person. Um, but it just seems like uh, I'm just more or less bored with it now because uh, Facebook and all that it just don't seem worth it. I make uh, Instagram videos from time to time, but it's always cringy when I'm doing it. On the inside, I'm always like, why am I fucking doing this? Every single time, I I don't understand how I want to do entertainment, but I really don't want to, like, sell myself or overexpose myself. And it's just that I can accept the fact that nobody knows me and that I'm not a famous comedian or, you know, I don't have a big-ass mansion and shit. You know, I don't know Kevin Hart, and I don't know, you know, Eddie Murphy, and I'm not due to be enshrined in the Comedy Hall of Fame or anything like that, but, you know, I'm not, that's not why I do stand up, so I guess that's why I don't really want to put forth that energy to doing that, because my reasoning for doing stand up is more or less, I love writing and uh, telling jokes. Uh, If you're ever in Arizona and you... You cross me at an open mic or on somebody's book show whenever I get booked. Uh, I'll just try to put on the best show. And I really don't care if you remember me afterwards. But if you do, uh, that's fine. But I'm really not in the business of uh, forcing Glendon McGee on people. Because, uh, I don't know, I'm kind of a troll. I kind of just isolate myself and come out when it's time to do a mic or you know if I have some important business I come out or if I need to go to the store I come out but most of the time I'm just alone isolated in a room and 
I'm trying to write or I'm meditating or reading about spirituality or trying to open up some other part of me that would allow me to be more free artistically because I know that I'm writing good jokes but I'm not saying anything and that's the the problem is like I don't think I'm saying anything and I, I don't really think I'm expressing who I am to the audience I'm just making them laugh and that's uh that's my problem right now with myself as a comedian. I feel like I need to get more in-depth with my material. But uh, did a show in Bisbee uh, featured from my boy Ali Musa at Chuckleheads. It was a very fun uh, show. Well, my, oh, my other boy, Darrell Hearns, uh, on Instagram. You can find him. I am Darrell H on Instagram and at Ali Musa. Uh, on Instagram, um, it was a fun show. I always like to go to these small towns, small white towns, I call it. So, um, I came home and I wrote 15 minutes of, uh, just 15 minutes, just journaled, uh, 15 minutes about how I felt being in Bisbee, Arizona. And then I came up with some jokes about being in small white towns. So, uh, I'm happy, but it's nauseating because it's experimental, working out new material time for me. And that's always a nauseating feeling for me because I'm not sure about the things that I wrote. Uh, But I usually debut new jokes and I'm pretty sure that they're going to be funny. But these jokes I think are funny. And then this morning I woke up and I thought they were less funny. But I still have to do them because I have to step out of the comfort zone of getting laughs whenever I want because that is uh, stunting my growth as a comedian but it was an awesome show it was an awesome experience I think I did well because they turned off uh, the the country and they uh, turned on the Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre after the show ended so I I think that that meant that I did well because uh, Bisbee, Arizona don't seem too kindly uh, to black people. You know you in a, a small white town when the closest thing to a black person is a dirty homeless white person. It's, it's crazy out there. It was crazy out there. But it just, you know, it was fun. And uh, hopefully I get to experience uh, another show like that. They seem very receptive. I think I could have done a little better. I always think I could have done better, but this one, it felt like I got robbed of a home run. Like, I could have just smashed them, but I just uh, did not hit. Certain points did not hit. So, back to the drawing board and on to the next set. But it was fun. Thank you, Ali Musa, for booking me and allowing me to feature for you. Uh... You can also check out his podcast, the Ali USA podcast on Anchor, Spotify, or wherever you can get podcasts from. It's it's an interesting podcast, and he doesn't hold back. I I love his uh, freedom and being who he is. So if you want a little bit of controversy, some sports, some movies, you know, check out Ali USA podcast. yeah, that was it was great though to uh, be 
far, kind of far away from Phoenix. Because sometimes being in your uh, own city too much, you could just start being stressed out because you see the same faces and then you be around the same energy and then you start feeling lethargic because other people are lackluster and they're boasting like they're working so hard. But when you see them on stage, it's really just a them wanting people to look at them in nice clothes and and, and, and listen to them complain about things that are really their own fault. That's pretty much what a bar comic is, and that's what Phoenix Comedy is, just a bunch of bar comics. And then you have your uh, fame chasers, people who want to have a legacy and all that old BS that mean nothing because we all fucking die. So I guess I can... uh, go to the topics that I have for this week. I, I don't know. I'm excited about these these topics because last week I got all out of control and was kind of overly candid, but I think that needed to be done because I've been holding in a lot of uh, personal opinions that I needed to release, and I think that I was not being my authentic self on this show, so last week allowed me to uh, shed that, so thank you guys for listening to that episode those who listened and uh thank you for um listening to this episode and all the other episodes you could find all the episodes here on anchor and you know check it out because uh this is a pretty crazy podcast anyway um claim your desires man claim your desires a lot of people are scared to claim their desires because they feel like they're so out of reach and the only reason they're so out of reach is because you never claim them. People who always seem to get what they want, they kind of claim it. And sometimes you feel like they're delusional when they say things. Like you'll, you'll hear somebody say, I'm going to be the next greatest comedian. And then you laugh at them. But they have the courage and they have the belief and the fearlessness to proclaim and to affirm that in your face. And then when you see them accomplish this feat, you're shocked and surprised. But they're not shocked and surprised because they claimed it. As a matter of fact, they claimed it right in front of your face. And I think that uh, society has created a fear in us to um, claim our desires, our dreams, because people who claim their desires and have confidence in who they are and have faith in where they're going in their journey in life they're they're usually called arrogant and that is an unfair label because it creates fear in having self-confidence like sometimes there is over arrogance and there is an uh, uh, overconfidence but that's when your confidence uh, crosses the boundary of respect with others and uh, I don't know if that makes sense but being confident in who you are and and what you desire and what you believe your life you're going to create in your life uh, that's nothing there's nothing wrong with that that's not arrogance that's called having belief and that's called having a high self image and that's called having a high vibration. 
So claim your desires. Because everybody has the right to dream. And everybody's birthright is to create and accomplish their dreams effortlessly and easily. But we let the comments and the uh, beliefs of others contaminate our belief. And that's why most of us refuse to live out our dreams. We live out other people's dreams and try to find a, a synthetic glory in that. Like a lot of people take pride in just having a job and making that hourly wage. But it's not even what they really want to do. They just tell themselves that they can't survive without that nine to five. That fear of poverty allows them to create a space in that employment and therefore being a cog in someone else's manifestation. Uh, So claim your desires and don't be afraid to have desires. Because for a lot of a long time in my life, I didn't really have desires because, you know, I I didn't really have a lot of material things growing up. And when I did have them, I didn't really value them. I only really valued my video games and, and things like that. But as far as like gold chains, I always lost them. Rings and stuff, I always lost them. It just, I never really had any, uh, attachment to to things that I, I felt like uh, was supposed to give me an identity amongst people. I always felt like people should like me for who I am and not for what I have. So it was really hard for me to have desires for like material things. Like I want to go watch with diamonds in it. Like I, I don't know. The, I don't, I still see no purpose in, in having things like that. I know there is a purpose for having luxuries like that, but for to me, it's just beyond my understanding right now where I am in my current uh, life path. But claim your desires, because they, you deserve them and you're worthy of them. All you have to do is believe and ask, and then you will receive them, and you'll be happy. Because the universe wants you to radiate happiness. Because when you radiate happiness, you uh, pass it on to others. And when you pass it on to others, it creates a big energy ball of peace and happiness and love and all that good stuff. But we focus on the negative. So that's why we can't see the uh, beauty of life. Because we uh, surround ourselves with hideous people and and posts and, and statements and songs. So that's why life seems so bad to most of us because we don't uh, promote the right energy around us. So um, next topic is self-security. Is bliss. And, and freedom and true happiness is having security in who you are. Not bending to something because it's popular. Not doing something that you know go against yourself. Not doing something that you know go against who you are because you know when you're doing something you don't want to do it because you have that that knot in your stomach. Or you'll have that constant alert going off in your head. Why are we doing this? Why are we even here? We should be doing something else. And But we ignore that. A lot of us ignore that and we live on other people's realities and we turn our reality into theirs. 
and therefore living an unfulfilled life and then become bitter and then we uh, try to create doubt in others so that uh, we're not alone in our own misery that we created by not having self-security. So find security in who you are and don't try to please others because there's no way to make everybody happy. No matter what you do, Michael Jordan was the greatest basketball player of, you know, my generation. But he still pissed people off. Barack Obama was the first black president. He still pissed people off. He was probably the most liked president of my lifetime. And he still pissed, he still pissed people off. But the fact that he became president is probably because he was secure in himself. He wasn't letting other people barack for barack. So don't let other people do you for you because other, most people don't even want to know you or don't take the time to know you or feel like they don't have the time to know you because their time is so much more valuable than yours. So when you, when you lower yourself to attract people, you lower your vibration, so you're just going to attract other low-vibrating people. And then that's why you have drama, and then you, you know, when you go to them for advice, they're, they're not really a, a helping hand. They're kind of a kicking foot while you down on the ground. <laughs> so self-security is bliss. Find security in yourself and don't uh, pay attention to uh, so society and popularity and and common belief so much because it is poisonous and it contaminates what you know naturally it teaches you to go against your own nature and instincts and gut because we're all magnetic and we have the ability to attract positive if we radiate positivity from within but most of us want to radiate negativity from within because that's what it seems to be the uh, the popular thing. So find security within yourself, man. And all things will be beautiful around you. And not just for you, but those who choose to be in your reality will experience that beauty too. So have security in yourself because there's nothing wrong with you because you were created by the greatest creation of all creation, which is the ultimate creative being. Some call him God, but I call it just the creative force because that's all it is, is a force, a powerful force that controls all this. And we try to make more out of it so that we can install ego and humanity and you know contaminate it with our uh, politics and our uh, refusal and, and, and a bigger uh, power than us. Because humanity has this belief in its own dominion, which is false. So find security in yourself so you can guide your own ship along your journey of a life until you experience uh, death which is just a passing on to another uh, reality. Um, 
write things down. Write things down because I just uh, learned that writing things down is a form of like gratitude. I forget what it actually the like the rule is, but you you kind of can you know set things in stone if you write them down. Kind of like uh, I was watching Tales from the Hood uh, a couple weeks ago, and the the story about the little boy who had the the abuse of. Um, mom's boyfriend was abusive to him and he uh his perception of that man was he was a monster and you know he was showing up to school with bruises on him and stuff because the man was actually hitting him and 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 being mean to him and then basically the boy ended up like twisting up the paper and balling it up while the the man was uh trying to attack the teacher that was trying to help him from and stop the abuse and he ended up burning the uh the paper and then killing the man ultimately killing the monster so I learned from that you know writing stuff down can uh, create a more in-depth perception of how you see things and of your in your reality you know so write things down because it's very valuable to write things down Cause you don't always remember everything. I'm like almost 40 years old and I forget things all the time. And sometimes I like to attribute it to the weed usage, but nah, it's just me uh, getting up there in age. So <clears throat> write things down because it's less stress on your mind, but it also creates a uh, bigger visual picture of your desires to yourself. That was a struggle to get through that topic, but, you know, uh, sometimes I have a problem with uh, over-explaining. Make peace with no malice. Like, if you have a conflict with somebody, try to resolve that conflict peacefully. Because a lot of us like to seek our own revenge. And, and it usually ends up hurting you as well as that person you sought the revenge against. So make peace with no malice. Don't have malicious intent behind ending a beef with someone. Because a lot of the time you want to squash a beef with someone because you may be experiencing bad energy from that beef within yourself. But you try to trick the universe by putting on a front and shaking hands with that person but in your mind and in your heart you still want to get your revenge against that person and that's not good because revenge is not for us to get we are not uh vengeful beings we are beings of love we are beings of peace and truth and joy and happiness and positivity this is what we're supposed to to radiate but the, the ego and the false sense of the synthetic self is what controls most of our thoughts. And that's why it dominates most of our lives. Because we are giving that perception through media. And because we never really had an idea of what life is. And most of our life is given to us through watching TV from the ages of like 
I want to say, three to now, we're watching TV. But like our formative years, most of us was uh, spent sitting in front of the TV, watching cartoons and watching TV shows, and that kind of framed our thoughts. We didn't even know that it was happening. We just thought we was enjoying a great show, but it was really telling us how to perceive things as a being in America. And a lot of that shit was lies. So make peace with no malice. Just move on with it. Tell that person you forgive them. Tell that person you love them. And then let whatever you were mad at them about flow through you because it's no longer relevant and it's no longer existent. Because a lot of us create a blockage within ourselves by holding grudges because we think we have to have a personal ownership or attachment to our revenge. When this is a uh, energetic place. So whatever you give off will come back. It may not come back in the form as we prefer it to come back in, but it will come back on people who do negative things because that is just the law of how things work. So make peace with no malice. And this was this one was like kind of a one of my favorite ones from last week. Words lie, but energy doesn't. And that was kind of my whole thing about going off about people being fake within the comedy scene. It's like a person can shake my hand, but I can feel that they really don't fuck with me, which is fine. I don't, I don't really like to live in the concept of Fake it until you make it. But this seems to be the contrary belief of entertainers. And I'm I'm just not a, a advocate of this belief because it requires you to lower yourself for some sense of success. When your success is determined by yourself and only yourself, it can't even be determined by your mama or your daddy. It can only be determined by you like there are people out there that are homeless and happy and for a lot of us that is uh, hard to believe but I can kind of understand because if you're homeless you really don't owe nobody nothing the only thing is you always got to keep moving because you're not allowed to loiter anywhere but you don't owe nobody nothing because you don't have a house you don't have somewhere where uh, you could be located. You don't, you know, you don't have a, they don't have an immediate way to know where you're at unless you got a phone and then they just track you through that shit. But that's besides the point. Words lie, energy don't. Somebody can say they really love what you do, but you can feel them say fuck you. Why they looking you right in the face. I've had it happen to me plenty of times where it'll just be like, this motherfucker do not really want to get down with me like that. But he telling me this because we're in this setting 
and it and for some reason it makes them feel like a, a good like it's a brownie points and all that shit there that's not real all you doing is trying to fit yourself into somebody else's movie that really don't want you to be a cast member and you can't accept that they don't want you to be a part of the cast because you feel like you should be a part of everybody's cast. So the problem is within yourself. So you got to keep your energy clear. Got to keep your energy clear. You got to keep your energy definite because people will pick up on it because we live in an energetic world. There's no way to fool anyone. People are have that just let you get away with your BS, you're not fooling them. They just made a real deep acceptance with your delusions and they love you to the point to where they'll let you live in them. Because they rather let you live in them than hurt you by telling you that it's not real. So, words lie, but energy doesn't. Keep your energy clear, clear keep your words real. Because a lot of us say we keep it hunted, but when a person really keep it hunted, you want to block them. You want to push them out your life. You want to push them away because that realness hit your spirit and made it shake. And you wasn't familiar with that vibration, so it created fear. And then you, uh, so you want to run away. But yeah, this has um, been Comic Chat. Number 29. My Dodgers can't seem to uh, string together two wins. They're looking like a trash team. They're looking like they're not going to run it back right now. But this is baseball. Still got a long season. So hopefully they can bounce back. Uh, Anthony Davis scored 42 points. And they blew out the Suns by 13 yesterday. The Suns have the best record in the NBA. Yes, I said the Phoenix Suns have the best record in the whole NBA this year, which is a big ups for them because I've been living here and they've been waiting for this since Steve Nash was here. So uh, instead of having a white Canadian superstar, now they have a light-skinned black dude, Devin Booker uh, and DeAndre Aiden and Chris Paul is here too. But uh, I think he's on his way to hanging it up. But uh, congratulations to the Suns on having the best record in the NBA. And hopefully they can make some noise in the playoffs. Because uh, one thing I can say, if people are real Phoenix Suns fans here, they may not, you know, you may not see them. But when the Suns start winning, they come out. But they be talking shit when the Suns ain't that good either. But fuck the Suns. <laughs> uh, this has been Comic Chat number 29. I just had fun on this episode, man. Thank you guys for um, listening to this. Uh, you can find this uh, podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts. Hockey Cast, Radio Public, and Breaker, and also on this fine streaming uh, site, Anchor. Uh, I'll probably be at Tempe Tavern tomorrow, um, El Charo on Wednesday, 
thinking about going to the Rebel Room on Thursday, but I might not. Um, I've been doing a lot of writing, so I haven't been getting up as much as I should. But on the 21st, I'll be in Tucson at House of Bards. And that's in Tucson on May 21st. So, till next time, you can find me on Instagram, GM3Comedy. On Facebook, Glendon McGee. That's me. Uh, No stem black. It's just Glendon McGee. Uh, I just want to say I love everybody who uh, listened to this podcast. And I'm grateful for your time and energy and focus. And uh, thank you for um, listening to me. Um, I am tremendously happy and tremendously grateful that I have a million listeners to this particular podcast. Thank you guys for your support um, for the 29 episodes. Until next time, spread peace, love, and harmony, and it shall come back to you tenfold. I love you, and goodbye.